This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. I'm David Atkins. I'm Victoria Wilburn. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, appeals court ruling deals legal setback to Biden administration in gun stabilizing brace case. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Michaela Wheeler will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 79 degrees. And now on to our top story. Donald Trump has made a video appearance in a New York courtroom where the judge tentatively scheduled the former president's criminal trial for March 25th. That date that would fall in the heat of the presidential primary season. Trump had pleaded not guilty last month to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records at his family company, the Trump Organization. Trump glowered at the camera today as New York Judge Juan Manuel Merchan advised him to cancel all other obligations for the duration of the trial, which could last for several weeks. Trump has portrayed the New York case and the other investigations he faces as a coordinated effort to solely his re-election chances. A Russian court has extended the arrest of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovic by three months. The decision came in a closed-door hearing emblematic of the secrecy that has marked the case against the first U.S. correspondent since the Cold War to be detained in Russia on spying charges. Gershkovic, an American citizen, was ordered held until August 30th. He was arrested in March on espionage charges on a reporting trip in Russia. His employer and the U.S. government have denied the charges. The U.S. government has declared Gershkovic to be the wrongfully detained, unquote, and demanded his immediate release. He's being held in Moscow's Lefotovo prison. A federal appeals court has dealt a legal setback to the Biden administration on guns in a lawsuit challenging tighter regulations on stabilizing braces, an accessory used in several mass shootings. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals temporarily blocked an administration rule from going into effect for the gun owners and groups who filed the lawsuit. The order came shortly before a deadline for people to register and pay a fee or remove the stabilizing braces from their weapons. The rule was finalized after federal authorities found the accessories make pistols dangerously powerful and easy to conceal. The rule was quickly challenged by gun rights groups who argued that it violated Second Amendment protections. Coming up, Democrats sue for West Virginia GOP Governor Jim Justice's calendar amid Senate run. That and more news from across the Tri-State when New Center 88 returns right after this. Hey man, I like that jacket. Thanks. I worked overtime to save up the money to get it. I know you did, man. I barely saw you last month. But look, it's getting cold out here. Let's head to the bus stop. Yeah, you're right. Let's go. 
Look at that guy over there. I know he has to be cold. It's been snowing all day, man. I'd hate to be him. Who? That homeless guy? Yeah, but there's the bus, man. We need to hurry up. Go ahead. I'll be there in a sec. I need to do something first. Sir. Excuse me. Sir. Here's a coat for you, sir. You need it more than I do. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. How can I repay you? That's not necessary, sir. But I'm late for the bus. You have a nice day. When selfishness ends, everyone wins. Kindness. Pass it on. This message is brought to you by your friends at 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88, best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. The Democratic Party's U.S. Senate campaign arm is asking a Charleston-based judge to order the release of West Virginia Governor Jim Justice's work calendar. The Republican governor announced last month that he's running to take over the seat held by Democratic Senator Joe Manchin. The Democratic Senate campaign committee filed a lawsuit against Justice's office in Kanawha County Circuit Court. The committee says Justice's office refused in April a public records request for his calendar. For two terms, Justice has been dogged by criticism that he's rarely at the State House. His office has been reticent to share his calendar, saying it isn't a true reflection of his work schedule. As Ben Anderson reports, Marshall Track and Field is looking to continue breaking records in what has been a historic season for the program. On May 11th, Marshall Track and Field competed in the Sunbelt Outdoor Championships hosted by Coastal Carolina University. On day one of the competition, senior pole vaulter Macy Majoy would win the second Sunbelt Conference title for Marshall by winning gold in the pole vault after also winning gold in the indoor championships. Macy says she is blessed to be allowed to improve this season. It's a really great feeling. I'm glad it's my last year I'm able to do that. Last year outdoor, I placed 10th and I was very upset. So looking back to go from that to championship, I'm very blessed. Also on day one, senior cross-country runner Abby Herring broke the school outdoor 10K record while finishing fourth. Abby says she was impressed with her teammates' overall performances this weekend. Definitely both on the men and women's side, we had awesome performances. I think it's safe to say that this is like one of the best Marshall teams we've had. Our distance girls are absolutely killing it. Day two was led by Ronnie Saunders, finishing second in the 3K steeplechase. The result places the highest finish for a herd male at a conference championship since 2003, when Marshall was a member of the Mid-American Conference. Day 3 was led by senior hurdles runner Micah Aline, winning gold in the 400-meter hurdles, qualifying her for the NCAA preliminaries. Micah says she is preparing for the preliminaries by trusting the process. Really, it's just, you know, track has such a big mentality to it, and to be very positive and just believe in yourself just trusting the process trusting your coach because they see stuff that us as athletes don't see overall the women's team won two gold medals and finished fourth while the men's team finished 10th cross-country head coach Caleb Bowen says his cross-country team has improved tremendously since the beginning of the track and field season from the beginning of the season oh I mean everybody has run a PR just about or has thrown or jumped a PR 
which is really exciting. Mike and Eileen was one of the last people to get one, but it made it even more special, I think. So that's what you want to do. You want to PR at the championship event, and I think we did that pretty well this week. On May 18th, the Sun Belt Conference announced that six members of the Marshall track and field team was named all-conference honors. Macy Majoy and Mike Eileen were named all-first team. Ronnie Saunders was named all-conference second team. And Brett Armbruster, Diana Goodman, and Kylie Mastin were all named all-conference third team. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Thanks, Ben. On May 24th, Marshall Track and Field will have five representatives competing in the NCAA East Preliminaries, including Macy Majoy, Michael Lane, Brett Armbruster, Rebecca Merritt, and Tyra Thomas. Coming up next, Catholic clergy sexually abused Illinois kids far more often than church-acknowledged state fines. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news program by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. Authorities say a two-year-old was shot in the head by a stray bullet while playing outside at a daycare in Utah. Spanish Fork police believe the bullet came from a pellet or air gun shot from a field across the street west of the facility. Daycare workers don't know what happened but saw the young boy bleeding from the face and stumbling. At a nearby hospital, scans revealed a small caliber bullet lodged in the child's head. The toddler is in stable condition. The incident occurred yesterday in Spanish Fork, Utah, about 52 miles south of Salt Lake City. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis plans to announce his 2024 presidential campaign in a Twitter space event with Elon Musk tomorrow. That's according to two people with knowledge of the plans who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity today because they weren't authorized to discuss it publicly. Musk seemed to confirm the news today in London, saying DeSantis would be making, quote, quite an announcement, unquote, on Twitter tomorrow. He called it, quote, the first time something like this is happening on social media, unquote, with real-time questions and answers. DeSantis is seen as Donald Trump's leading rival for the 2024 GOP nomination. Illinois' attorney general has released the results of a sweeping investigation into allegations of sexual abuse by Catholic clergy, saying investigators found that 451 clergy sexually abused nearly 2,000 children since 1950, which was far more than the 103 individuals the church had named when the state review began in 2018. At a news conference today announcing his his findings, excuse me, Attorney General Kwame Raoul credited accusers for making the review possible. He said state investigators found that 1,997 children across the state were abused by clergy between 1950 and 2019. 
Cardinal Blaise Cupic, Archbishop of Chicago, said the church has improved its policies and that it cooperated fully with the Attorney General Office investigation. Coming up next, Michaela Wheeler will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when News Center 88 returns right after this. At the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1 WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound? Smashing! How about a wide music variety? Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you better radio here on 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's a partly cloudy 79 degrees out there today. A strong start to our summer break. All the rain has exited the tri-state, and Mr. Sunshine has officially come out to play. Won't be too long before we're all spending our weekends poolside. Tonight we'll dip down into the upper 50s, so grab a sweater if you're planning on heading out on the town. Tomorrow's weather is pretty similar to today with highs near 80, lows around 54, and Mr. Sunshine playing peekaboo behind the clouds. As the rest of the week rolls by, we'll cool things down a bit as we prep for the weekend. Today's weather word of the day is millibar. A millibar is a measure of atmospheric pressure taken by a barometer. The standard pressure measured at the surface is 1,013 millibars. Other units that are used for pressure measurements are inches of mercury and pascals. The lowest pressure readings that have occurred at the surface have been measured underneath intense hurricanes. Thank you to weatherology.com for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a partly cloudy 79 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Michaela Wheeler. Thanks, Michaela. Coming up, Wayward Steer rounded up after weeks on the run. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. It's important that healthcare providers, including doctors and nurses, either wash their hands with soap and water or use an alcohol based hand sanitizer both before and after they touch you. Healthcare providers know to practice hand hygiene, but sometimes they forget. You and your loved ones can play a role by asking and reminding healthcare providers to wash their hands, especially while they're caring for you. They don't mind being asked to wash their hands. They want to prevent infections as much as you do. A message from the CDC. And finally today on News Center 88, a wayward steer named Lester is home on the range again after being on the lamb for several weeks in Michigan. A team of beefy wranglers, including one on horseback, chased down and captured the steer in a high-stakes run across several lanes of a Detroit-area freeway on Sunday. State police in a car video shows the tail end of the chase on northbound Interstate 75 in Holly, about 57 miles northwest of Detroit. A rider on horseback and three people in two ATVs can be seen chasing Lester in and around fields and woods alongside of the freeway as the state police cars 
follow, follow slowly behind on the shoulder. Lester had been roaming for several weeks after escaping from a pen. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Victoria Wilburn, Luke Hamilton, Ben Anderson, Michaela Wheeler, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm David Atkins, and your thought of the day is, I refuse to join any club that would have me as a member. Groucho Marks.